We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne. And I am your host, Psychic Wayne, where we talk about all things astrology. Um, wow, lots and lots to talk about today. Um, so I brought two of my regular guests that I, I have on that actually we talked about a lot of what's going on now in the past couple of weeks. Um, I have Matthew, the astrologer. What's up, Matt? I'm getting by. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm hanging in here too. And I have Christelle. How are you? I'm also getting by, Brucey. I'm getting by. <laughs> <laughs> And Christelle, give us an update um, in the UK. Um, I, I believe numbers I checked today, they're under control in accordance to the government, <laughs> whatever that means. Um, there's been some new kind of regulations put in place. Um, the loosening of the lockdown is still taking place, slowly but surely. We're having shops, non-essential shops opening. We've got new laws, one particular interesting new law coming in place. I don't know if you're aware of the no sex law. <laughs> no, I don't think they have that here. No sex law, huh? The no, the no sex law. So that came into effect, I believe, this Monday. Or I advise not to have sex with anybody outside of their homes. So to keep the, the dating virtual, if anything, if you're going to have any form of intimacy, mm-hmm. keep it online. <laughs> don't do it with people that don't live within your home space. So that's really interesting. When I first saw that, I, I chuckled to myself back and I can understand it. Uh, Saturn being retrograde and Venus being retrograde. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Controlling the sex. Yeah, restricting <laughs> the love. <laughs> exactly. But also I feel like Neptune and, and conjunct Mars has something to do with that as well. I think uh-huh. if we didn't have that Saturn kind of influence, then the Mars and the, um, the, the, the Mars-Neptune conjunction could be mm-hmm. really bad. I'm glad we've got that Saturn influence to really kind of tame everything in some way. Yeah, it's taming that, but, you know, it's also literally um, causing a lot of other havoc. Right. A good thing about the protests, and I know you've seen this on the news here, is that um, people are still coming out, but they're really, really protesting. And it's not as much violence. It's the, the looting has kind of um, lessened. Actually, it's pretty much stopped. Are they protesting out there? Oh, um, yes, we've got protests. We've had protests since the whole death of Floyd. Um, it's been continuous. People are really upset here, even though we might not have the same overt kind of explicit you know, experience is institutionalized. It happens in schools, it happens in offices, um, workplaces, in the community. So people are speaking, people are using their voice. You know, Gemini season is here, so people are speaking. Unfortunately, it has to be in the, in the midst of the coronavirus. So that's so concerning. But at the same time, people feel like they need to have a voice. They need to express, you know, their anger. Again, well, that Mars. I think the irony of this whole thing and Matt, I don't know if you know about this, um, is the fact that they said, I just read in the news that um, George Floyd, he tested positive for yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. And Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Um, wow. Back in April or something like that. 
so now you know people are out protesting we you know we want justice and that and and that clearly is needed but it's just mm. kind of ironic that you know that virus is still out there and what mm. will happen with that you know what i mean yeah yeah on the other hand though isn't it interesting that this is all happening when everyone's got masks Mm. You know, is that a good thing? Am I being darkly ironic here? I don't it's, know. It's another perspective. It's an interesting well, it one. Is. We're going to have to wear masks to travel. I, I've been waiting for this. It's going to become mandatory mandatory for us to wear masks from the 15th of June. So, And I was thinking that Venus would be trying in Saturn by then. So there may be this whole social sense of duty, you know, like, let's be social, but let's wear our masks again. So I was so pleased to see that. They, they're going to they're gonna need to come back. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we did talk about um, the possibility. We were echoing kind of the, the scientists about a second wave. You right. Because like I said, California got the kind of got the curve. Like 20 other states uh, in the country are on an uptick. And again... That could be because there's more testing, but I mean, it's, it's also just letting us know that that infection is, is still out. I, I think relative to the vaccines, like it's so well and good that we've got so much attention going towards the COVID-19 coronavirus, but we've got autumn coming and I, I read the news today about, you know, we are also concerned about the measles <laughs> and other mm. flu, flu type, you know, seasonal flus that can, that obviously they come up during the autumn winter seasons. And so what's happening is where the attention has been so diverted left, everything else has been left behind. So people in Africa, people in South East Asia could really suffer because obviously they are usually treated, but perhaps may not have the same attention because of the coronavirus. And Matt, right. you know, you forwarded me the, the article. Was this some part of Africa that they were dealing with Ebola and? Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times, everyone. New outbreak of Ebola in Congo. New outbreak. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, just, just for the record, and we talked about this um, a couple of weeks ago, when Jupiter and Pluto made the exact conjunction back on April 4th. Now, I was really concerned about that and clearly, I can't even talk here. Clearly, we woke up the next day and you know, it was whatever time period that was, that was the highest amount of infections and deaths for that day. Now, why is this significant? It's significant because the two of those planets are gonna make that same exact conjunction at 24 degrees Capricorn, on June 30th. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great times, right? Yeah. We've yes. got great times coming. Just so awesome. Mm. Well, I, I don't know. I think the good thing about that, though, is they have about 100 different vaccines in development. And only How much? Sorry? How many? About 100. Okay. And eight of them are already in clinical trials and a couple of them are already showing promise. But okay. let me ask you guys' opinion about this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people online that are good. And, you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know about this stuff. But I do know, you know, historically, vaccines eradicated like measles and all of these other diseases, polio. Why can't it be welcome to eradicate Corona virus. Well, Can I just say something really quickly? I think if the if the vaccine will come out now and they would say it was ready to take, 
I would be like, you are having a laugh. There's no way. <laughs> so I think whilst we've got Neptune having a huge influence over uh, um, Venus and v- Venus is going retrograde and things are seeming to be presented in a light that's fantasy or perhaps not real, but we're not aware of that just yet. You know, truth will come out later on once, once Venus has gone direct and she's past Neptune again. <clears throat> right. What do you think, Matt? I, you know, because I just love a good argument, I spend a lot of time on Facebook or whatever talking to people who are rapidly opposed to uh, vaccines. Mm-hmm. And I usually just have to end the conversation with something like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't hear you over my complete lack of polio. Oh. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, and then also in November, um, Jupiter and Pluto, they have the last pass of, you know, the conjunction. Uh, at I don't know what degree it will be, but and this is the yeah. thing that bothers me. Mm-hmm. We got so much to get through. I gotta I gotta hurry here. Um, the fact of the matter is that I just lost my train of thought. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> you were talking about November, right? Oh yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. In the nineteen eighteen pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. They got everything. You know, it was it was rough, but they got everything under control. Yeah, and then I think it was the end of World War. Too. So everybody was celebrating and taking off their masks, they're going to parades, and then came along the second wave. But this yeah. is the thing, we're having we're we're having three. I, I feel like we're going to see three waves here. So we've seen one already. There's potentially another one. Now even scientists are saying, look, there's gonna be another wave. We know this already, okay? We're we're putting ourselves in that situation. We can see it day to day. People are out living free, whatever. But with this conjunction again in November, everything comes in freeze. <laughs> My fear is that it'll be even worse by the third one, even though, yet again, we'll be better prepared. Equipment will be there. Resources will be there. Right. Well, um, I got to tell you, though, the third one in 1918, I don't know, well, during that time, mm-hmm. the, the uh, Spanish flu went away after the mm-hmm. third. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe in the free number. I think it's a divine number. <laughs> it could work. Yeah. We need to hang tight. <laughs> well, yeah, we're all hanging tight, all right. Yep. <laughs> in about teeth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in other news, and we can come back to COVID, I think that it still needs to be talked about because I really feel like people are forgetting it. But, yeah, but it's everyday it, life now, isn't it? Well, yeah. For the past three months, I've been trapped in my apartment, yes. Right, so Exactly. Um, mm. Anyway, the four officers are all now arrested in the death of George Floyd. Mm. <laughs> and mm. they even upgraded um, George's charge from third degree to second degree. And how I understand that is that he'll still be facing both of those charges. Okay. Uh, do you guys think that the fact that they, I mean, they, they kind of gave into the pressure, they, they had to do something. Because, you know, people were like, look, we're not standing for this. Do you feel like they may have rushed? Because you know how many officers get off because they end up not being able to really prove different things. You know, what do you think about that, Matt? I got, I, well, okay, here's the thing. And I mean, I haven't seen their chart. I, there's a chart going around for this guy. Oh, which guy? Uh, oh, the wow. cop. I haven't really seen it i haven't looked at it and mm-hmm. as, as you may recall from the last time uh i was here um i'm kind of deliberately not exposing myself to as much news um mm-hmm. as i could because it is triggering 
I know that gets overused, but I am triggered AF. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, and yeah, there we go. I, I I will tell you based on my personal experience uh, that um, what was his name? Joe Pantaleo, the cop who killed Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. Um, he got away with it. Oh, yeah. A lot you of know. them got away with it. Yeah. And uh, yes, I'm pretty sure that if it weren't for the... I'm going to say something terrible. Mm. I don't know that the protests are what got the other cops arrested. I think it was the burning a few police cars. Forgive me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hey, I think that, you know, they tried the silent protest with Martin Luther King and all that kind of thing and we're still dealing mm-hmm. with this so maybe just maybe this time things went a little bit over over the, the edge mm-hmm. yeah. maybe they're going to really pay attention to it this time I mean mm-hmm. what, you, what you're saying I get I get your point yeah it, it, it kind of makes sense you know it's uh yeah and you know I love you guys in America I do but if there's one thing I'm confident of it's America's ability to ignore its problems Right, and you remain know. remain optimistic. Yeah, yeah. And look, uh, Christelle, we're coming from, this is coming from a Sagittarius who I know. generally always, always sees the brighter side of things. I but. know. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's been <laughs> rough, though, recently, hasn't it? <laughs> but I'm just wondering, because, you know, like, Aries is connected to, not Aries, but Mars is connected to, directing attention towards truth. I know Sagittarius is very much truth and belief, but I feel like Aries also has, or Mars also has that quality. And where it's sitting next, right next to Neptune, it's like, I feel like there is like a spiritual shift where truth is concerned. And I'm wondering whether that has an impact in authority, you know, in in the way in which law is has shifted or changed in order to meet much more of the mundane stuff that maybe people like me myself you the protesters the wife of floyd you know in order to meet their needs in a much more kind of intimate and spiritual way yeah i think that that's sounding too true yeah yeah but you know i think so i think there's hope in this yeah yeah i think also what what is going on now is you remember that the nodes transiting nodes they shifted. The North Node is, of course, in Gemini, and the South Node is in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius rules law. Yeah. So I think part of this is is related to that. Yeah. The mm. that, I don't think I, all of this is in vain, basically, is what I'm trying to say. That, and with the North Node uh, in Gemini, I, I would like to think think that in the next while there's going to be more emphasis on just gathering information. Yes, exactly. Gathering people are going to want to learn for themselves now rather than just act. There's going to be <laughs> this urge, this need to learn about what's going on in the world around them. There's lots of information going on. Unfortunately, a lot of it is misinformation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And we are in the age of Aquarius, the age of the internet. So all the bad news can just get around very quickly than the than the good news or the real news you know yeah Yeah. and that and you know with the internet and people swapping memes instead of looking into things if Mm. you if you want to believe that the earth is rectangular you can spend all day on the internet reading other people saying oh yeah the earth is rectangular 
and right, you can and watch, validating it. Yeah, you can watch like 10 hours of YouTube videos about the powers that be don't want you to know that the earth is a rectangle. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's a very good analogy, by the way. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, I'm out of shape because of junk food, but is it really the junk food's fault? Right. Okay. Mm. And, you know, they even had some kind of, um, you know, I guess we're talking a little bit about the conspiracy theories that George Floyd really, that wasn't him that died. That was an actor, and they did this. No. Despite all of the riots and the looting. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I get really upset when people come in, come in my comments with all of that stuff, you know? Mm. And then when you don't when you don't want to follow it or you don't believe it, then they, they, they get a little like a bully. Okay, well, <clears throat> you, could, you can challenge my gangster if you want to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you're very good with your responses, actually. I've seen you. Uh, you know, I have to restrain myself because sometimes I will go too far. You know, because right. like, look, this is my stuff, and mm -hmm. look, I control this, and you don't. You get the hell mm -hmm. out, out of here with that. Oh, so I was going to, I think you said to me earlier, um, we talked about this earlier, maybe. I think, I can't remember, was it Matt or Christelle? What's that? While Venus is being in retrograde, or while she is in retrograde, and she's going to be there until the 25th. And yeah. then after that, we got the shadow period, which lasts about, 10 days um is it is it wise to start a new romance during this time first of all can mm. i just say on a personal level i cannot wait for her to go direct oh my gosh yeah i have i have abstained from well i've tried <laughs> to stay from sweets <laughs> and chocolate <laughs> i'm not really a sweet girl but i like chocolate well i do this year anyways but since oh, venus retrograde okay. i've really slowed down that hasn't been conscious, by the way. But I feel like anything relative to sweetness and relationship and love being a part of that experience. Uh, new relationships, I wouldn't recommend just yet. If, the, if, if, if somebody brand new came along and you, you know, they, they, they obviously, they, you're attracted to them or, or whatever, and you're wanting something more, have fun, get to know each other, speak, talk, whatever, share, mm -hmm. uh, but no commitment as yet. I, yeah, I would even go so far as to say specifically avoid it for the next week or two, simply because we're still under a condition that I like to call stupid garbage Venus. Uh, it's because <laughs> it's retrograde. It's mm -hmm. square Neptune. And now we got Mars coming up to the conjunction with Neptune. And so basically, um, Venus retrograde square Mars and Neptune in Pisces is basically a a recipe for doing stupid things because you're horny. Yeah, and that's disastrous. <laughs> we did speak on this, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, I think you're absolutely right, Matt. It's not the time. Well, not <laughs> yeah. to that also, when you when you think about doing things, um, you know, that you probably shouldn't be doing, and it has to do with Mars and Neptune, the sex drive and disease. Yeah, exactly. probably not a great idea. Yes, <laughs> and you know, coronavirus yeah. would be one of the top three diseases to contract at this time so definitely not not a time for intimacy not like you say matt not a time for commitment if you can wait wait if you can't wait then just take it very slowly and just be grounded because you know fantasy and and um you'll be wearing rose tinted glasses and not realize until later where you find out the truth once venus has gone direct and moved away from from um from neptune 
Right. And also, again, I just want to remind everybody, you are listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align. And I am here with my two astrologer guests, Matthew, the astrologer, and Christelle. Now, Matt, what would you advise somebody that's in a relationship right now and Venus retrograde is making some aspect in their chart? Um, I would definitely say, and of course, it depends on the rest of the chart and the aspect in question, but uh, I would uh, either starting anything new or buying anything new, if you can avoid it, come to think of it. Right. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, no matter how good an idea it sounds, texting that ex at 2 a.m., just don't. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> restrain yourself. This is really testing your patience, your ability to restrain yourself, your willpower. You know, because like you say, Matt, now's a good time not to spend money, but perhaps save. Yeah. It would be easy to be frivolous with this, with these aspects be. right now. So or just the, be mindful. Or at the very least, if you have the choice between getting into a bad relationship and buying something you don't need, buy something. Right. <laughs> and you know Buy something. I have a couple of clients who are... Well, you know, now that the plastic surgeons are open in some states, you know, they're like, okay, you know, want to do a natal reading to see if this is a good time. No, it's not a good time. No, but also with that that Mars Mars Neptune conjunction, I'd be worried about the blood. Oh, yeah. The free flow. Oh, no, hell no. Not to mention infection. Yeah. Infection Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Venus in retrograde is not a good time to do anything, um, you know, as far as your looks, your aesthetics, because it can, it can go wrong really bad. I'm just yeah. wondering, could you review, if you say, for example, have implants in, could you review that and maybe have that readjusted during the Venus retrograde or just leave it non- just full stop? I, You know, I, I would feel like if you're going to do something like brand new, like restructure your, your face, your nose or something, no. Yeah, no brand new. If, if it's something to do with how you look rather than maybe like, um, I don't know, maybe they need to take those implants out because they, you know, for whatever reason, ah, maybe that's okay. But yeah. if it's going to have something to do with changing your aesthetics, I would definitely wait until after, well, I'll wait till middle of July. Not only that, I think Venus will be completely out of retrograde after she goes back to 20, I think like 28. 25 or 28 degrees Gemini direct because mm-hmm. the whole Venus retrograde will be done. But yeah, yeah, I feel like 10 days after the whatever the day she goes direct, which I think is the 25th, should be okay. But and this is the thing as well the pre the pre retrograde the shadow the pre shadow and the post shadow I find them sometimes to be worse than the actual retrogrades themselves. So it's good that you've added those dates and you've added, you've yeah. taken account the shadow periods. Uh, there are two things I would mention is that it's uh, the retrograde, even when it's over, uh, Venus will be drifting back into that square with Neptune Yeah, uh, in point. July and it will be impaired. However, I want to point out what the good news is to everyone is that <laughs> uh, with a retrograde, you know, like when Mercury is retrograde, they tell you, you know, don't sign any contracts. Yeah. You know, think about what you're saying before you say it. It's a time to kind of go do some inner work and contemplate things. Right. Yeah. The good news about this is, is that Venus may be in a crap position for relationships now, but it's an excellent time to get a reading about your love life. 
practicing. <laughs> That's <laughs> really good, Matthew. I like that. Very but yeah, guys, we have we've entered the um, retrograde in, in, in Mercury retrograde in Cancer, right? Is the pre-shadow period now? Well, for Mercury, yes, because it goes for retrograde Mercury. on the 18th. So then right. we're gonna have we're gonna have Venus, uh, Saturn, Jupiter, yeah. Pluto, and Mercury all retrograde for for that week or whatever. That's a lot of retrograde. That's a lot. Yeah. And when is Mars retrograde? Is it September? He's coming. Yeah, it's September, right, Matt? And it's going to be retrograde in Aries. And I'm, concerned, Aries. I'm concerned about Los Angeles. Mm, mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. These fires. I yeah. am really concerned. He's going to be very strong. So. Uh, you know, there was this horror movie called 30 Days of Night. Hmm. where uh, a bunch of vampires took over some little town in Alaska where, you know, when you go way north, night can last like 30 days, the right time of year. Um, and uh, there was a horror movie called 30 Days of Night. I worried the second half of this year is going to be six months of Mars and Aries. Okay. Well, that's 30 days of night. So we're going to have six months of Six that months horror. of Mars and Aries, yeah. <laughs> Everybody just stay home. Yeah, I don't see what else to do. <laughs> Nobody's gonna stay home after staying home all of this time. And I guess by well, who knows? By September, things will be a little bit more open. But I mean, I I just really feel like after this um, Jupiter Pluto conjunction uh, this month, I think that you know we're gonna hear a lot about more infections, mm-hmm. more infections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I'm trying to be as optimistic and real at the same time as I can. It's a hard combination, but it has yeah. to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what can we do? And, you know, let's be honest here, okay? It's sort of like everyone is sick and tired of being told to stay at home, to wear a mask, yeah. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Well, you know what? Your your grandpa didn't want that free trip to Europe during World War II either. Mm. Right. But he did it and was in a good cause. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I mean, I don't, you know, I, I have um, a couple of people that follow me. And, you know, look, I, I don't have, if you have the opinion that you shouldn't have a mask, that's, you know, okay. Don't come on my page saying, <laughs> oh, you know, you why wear a mask, whatever. But I don't, I don't understand. I don't know if it's because they just hate being told what to do. They don't believe that the infection is real. I, I'm having a real problem kind of figuring that out. Mm. Yeah. You know, well, you know, and, and I'll admit, I don't like wearing a mask. It does feel a little like I'm being smothered. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's worse things. Well, yeah, like a ventilator. <laughs> yeah, but I've, yeah, but you know, like, you know, masks, uh, I mentioned this last week. So Mars are ruled by Saturn. And any, anything Saturn related, we're scared of or we feel oppressed by or... Uh, feel really restricted by so I'm not surprised that some of us would feel like oh my gosh I feel like I don't need a mask like get this off my face it's really uncomfortable whereas some of us are probably much more health orientated perhaps but we probably have lots of Virgo energy in our chart and it probably feels great to have a mask over our face and have, they have a good relationship with the their Saturnian nature I suppose well, but Saturn's yeah. not really easy to manage or handle anyways no it's not I have a lot of Virgo on my chart. I don't wear the mask because, well, you're right. <laughs> I probably do wear the mask because I'm afraid of catching it. But I wear it also just because, hey, I, don't, I haven't been tested yet. I don't think there's anything wrong with me. But in case it is, I don't want anybody else. I don't want to. You want to protect. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's your duty. This is where you're, you're, you know, you're being dutiful. I'm wearing my mask. It feels horrible, but you know, at the end of the day, I feel better for wearing it, for being right. a part of like, you know, saving the people. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm clear on the fact that, hey, it's, it's very difficult staying in the house all of this time. I mean, literally, sometimes I forget what day it is. I, it's crazy, but also <laughs> um, the FDA says that they're running short on Zola. Mm. On what? Sorry? On what? Zoloft is a, a medicine for depression. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's, it's in short supply, you know? Interesting. Huh. Yeah. And so, uh, so mental yeah, health is on the rise. Well, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is really hard on the, the mentality or the mental health, um, having to be in the house and all of that stuff. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, part of the reason why, you know, the protest may have went a little bit over the top is because we had a, people had a whole lot of energy just like pent stored. up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So a bit of a release, you know? Right. And when Mars goes into Aries, whoa, explosion. So uh, yeah. this is the beginning. Uh, We're going to have to learn to exert our aggression and our, our energy in more healthier ways. Might be tough though. Right. Well, well, listen to this, you guys. And mm. I think, Matt, you and I chatted about this. Uh, maybe you too, Christelle. Um, Saturn will reach the 29th degree on July 1st. Yeah. And we know about the anoretic degree, meaning that's the strongest degree in any sign. You know? Yeah. So Saturn. Very urgent. <laughs> yes. And then in the USA's chart, for the 4th of July. Well, I'll let Matt do those duties. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt's like, oh dear. It's, <laughs> it's just, you know what? I really am an optimist at heart, and I just want everyone to know that I think things are going to turn out all right. Just in general, you okay. know? Um, now, having said that, let's look at July 4th. Uh, it is a mess. It kind is of. a big mess. Uh, especially in relation to the uh, U.S. chart. I mean, just back, should have had that up here, but I don't because, you know. We're going to be having the Mars. Sagittarius has a reputation for a few things, but organizational skills isn't one of them. Um, on, on July 4th, uh, what do we got? We got Mars at three degrees Aries, mm-hmm. uh, that is square America's Venus. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so where, look where the eclipse is going to hit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here's the thing, uh, is that, you know, there's a, I've seen a lot of debate, uh, among astrologers sometimes just cause they like debating. Um, about what the quote-unquote time of birth is for the United States. Probably the most commonly accepted one is somewhere in the early, like late afternoon, early evening, something like that, Um, which would make Venus the ruler of America's midheaven. And um, the midheaven, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of tend to, because of the house systems they're using, treat the midheaven as just, you know, where your 10th house starts. But there's a difference. Uh, The 10th house is your, you know, I'm an accountant, I work at so-and-so, and and here's my dental plan. Um, The midheaven is more sort of, is this what I want to be doing with my life? Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, And I kind of get the feeling that this year, uh, this July 4th, 
uh, America might be really questioning carefully and cautiously, hopefully questioning, what are we doing here? Well, I, you know what? I, I think that that's already started. So it makes sense that by July 4th, I mean, look at what's going on with, with the, the president here. Yeah. I mean, he still wants to have the Republican convention and no mass with 19,000 people. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I've, I've, I've had to let that soak in. 19,000 people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I don't know, what are you, whatever they're going to, I was going to say in the gym. It's not going to be in the gym. It's going to be at where, wherever the event place, uh, stadium, or wherever it's going to be. He doesn't want people to have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense, Matt? That that um, you know we have the the solar eclipse going to conjunct uh, the natal Venus of the United States, and then Mars is going to be square at that point. Yeah, it's um, it's maybe not going to be good. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. All of that opposition happening on the uh, on Venus, Jupiter, Sun, Mercury. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Oh, I forgot all about that. And like, you've got all of those personal planets. Well, obviously you've got Jupiter's social planet in the eighth house. Right. The house of death and transformation. And then you also have, you know, you have those big planets opposing that stuff in Capricorn. You got Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn. And they're going to be retrograde. Nice. Nice. Whoa. (laughs) You know, when I laugh sometimes, it's it's, it's nervous laughs. a pain laugh. It's yeah. pain, yeah. It's coming from a place of hurt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you, you know, I I say it all the time. I don't like to scare people with astrology. That's not what this is about, you know. Um, and I think why some people don't believe, or uh, astrology isn't a belief system. It is what it is. But I think why some people don't buy into it, because they say, how can a planet influence or make things happen? Well, that's not what astrology says. Astrology says that it shows, it just mirrors what happens in the sky and it points at it right here on Earth. Which I think is real time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's as above, so below. Literally, what happens in the skies is what's going on internally, and what happens internally is what we project out into the world. Exactly. Yeah. And and just for kicks. <laughs> Go just, for it. Just, we just can be, use some kicks. <laughs> just because we haven't poured enough candy on this already, mm-hmm. um, I, I just now decided to look up the birth chart for the U.S. Republican Party. Oh, uh, the party holding the convention, of course. Where, yeah. So anyway, that eclipse is um, within five degrees of the Republican Party's midheaven, and it is very closely square the Republican Party's uh, Mercury in early Aries. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, that could be a recipe for doing something impulsive that gets a lot of your delegates killed. Sure, why not? Oh, wow. And with Mercury ruling what? The respiratory system. Uh, Yes. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So deep. So anyway, I just just want to say, you know, I, I may not empathize with the Republican Party much, but I don't want them to die for it. No, exactly. I don't. I don't either. But, you know, they all are afraid of Trump. They're afraid to stand up to him. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So they'll probably go, okay, well, we can't wear masks, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> he said we can't wear masks because they're afraid. They're, they're yeah. scared of him. My mom always says that. Oh, they're just scared of him. <laughs> they're scared <laughs> of him. 
Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, they are. He's a very powerful individual. He was born on an eclipse, you know? Well, Can't now, take that away from him. I think that he's, in his head, he's more powerful than he really is. But the, <laughs> what I hate is that whatever is in his head about him being this powerful man, it, it all manifests. I mean, he's right. so much stuff and he didn't get in trouble because he's Donald Trump. So, yeah. yeah. What can we do about that, you know? Interesting. Well, well, you know, and here's the thing. His nodes are at 20 Gemini and Sag. His sun is at 22 Gemini. His moon is at 21 Sag. And that's all getting squared by Neptune. Oh, yeah. And is all subject to the stupid garbage Venus thing that's happening right now and all of that. So if, if there is one transit... That I think if, if you have someone with a sun-moon opposition in their chart, mm-hmm. if there is one single transit that can really dissolve your self-image and your emotional comfort zone, it's getting a square from Neptune. Mm-hmm. So basically, if this doesn't work, <laughs> <laughs> we're doomed. He's going to be president again. Yeah. You might look as well at this. Just... Look at this. All of, those, all of those planets in Capricorn are trying his midheaven. That's why I'm concerned. Yeah. 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 But 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 also he's got Pluto opposing his Saturn, so he he life is really tough for him right now. Oh, and Uranus, I don't think he's going for an easy ride. Uranus is squares Pluto too. Mm. But anyways, Pluto is associated with releasing core truths. You know, it's about purging, and it's that symbolic kind of death and transformation. Like he's going through some real stuff right now behind the scenes. We might not be able to see it, but he's feeling it internally, and like he's got Pluto. Uh, opposing Venus. So issues around these relationships. What's his wife's name again? Melania. <laughs> right. She's she's vexed. She's angry. <laughs> she's not a happy bunny right now. She's not yeah. been happy for the, probably the whole marriage. I, I The whole marriage. But does she ever smile? <laughs> you know, it, it, her smiles look forced, like, uh. like really fake. Yeah. I've never seen her chart. I want to see her chart. I'm intrigued. She don't, we don't have a time for her, but she has like four or five planets in Taurus, uh-huh. uh, including Venus, and I think no, I think her moon is in Capricorn, and, and whatever it is, that's her, what we see. Her chart says uh-huh. um, she is a gold digger, and she ain't messing with no broke. <laughs> 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 that's what her chart says. So anyway, on that, that is uh, hilarious. Yeah. But that moon in Capricorn is probably, even though it's so, it's harder to kind of assess or ascertain someone's emotional well-being because the moon is so private. Um, I feel like she's very stern. There's a sternness and coldness that she that radiates off of her. Now, unless, of course, she's her ascendant is Capricorn, maybe that's what we're also feeling well, from her could moon. Be. I, I would love to read her book, but she probably would never write one with all of those planets and Taurus, just kind of the loyalty of it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, you know, you, you really got to avoid, like, sun sign cliches, but... Um, with that much Taurus in her chart. Last time I was on, I quoted the Bible. Uh, this time I'd like you to did. quote. I'd like to quote RuPaul. <laughs> hey, girl, you going 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 to make that money? <laughs> wait, is that RuPaul? Or is that from the Players Club? Uh, wait a second. That's uh, click clack. Make that money. How, I uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's from the Players Club. <laughs> uh, con- confession time. I am probably the world's biggest. <laughs> Straight white RuPaul fan. I can't help myself. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, well, 
Well, I'm here to correct. I'm here to correct you. Right. Okay. I, and I and I have no idea. I'm just entertained right now. But <laughs> with regards to her Taurus energy, definitely she likes material comfort. You can see it. Yes, of course. She likes That's, material comfort. I mean, we look. We'll never know what her feelings are to that man, but. I don't feel like she's there because she loves him. And we can go by the way she acts with him. It just does, it just never looks It's right. a business transaction. You can see it. It's in the, it's in the chart. And you know yeah. what you were saying, Christelle, about, about Trump having a hard time right now? Yeah. Yes. And I know he was on pins and needles when um, the hacktivist, Anonymous, <laughs> mm. yeah. came, came around and saying stuff. I, why, why won't the media pick up on that? Is it because maybe that those documents aren't real? I haven't been able to figure that out. I think too many yeah. people are involved. Too many people have been named, perhaps. They're trying to ascertain how to you know, address it maybe in a safe way. But I'm just wondering, is Anonymous one person or is it a group of people? Um, It it is many. It's many? Yes. Wow. So they're a powerful force. And they have a leader. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So Trump's been linked to Epstein? He's been, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, but look, I, I haven't talked that much about it because I don't, you know, that would be very hypocritical of me to run around here saying, oh, you know, Anonymous said Trump and, and Epstein was doing whatever. I don't have any evidence of that. And it would be no different than these people with these conspiracy theories. You exactly. Know I mean? That's so true. And that and Jeffrey Epstein, if you get to know his whole story, he was just the ultimate social networker. So, yeah, Donald Trump's phone number was in his little black book. So was Bill Clinton's. So was Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. So was Stephen Hawking. Naomi Campbell, all of that. Yeah, all of it. So it's kind of And Will Smith, I read. Yeah. So you can pretty much take Jeffrey Epstein's connections and just automatically plug and play them into any conspiracy theory you want. Mm. Okay. It's true. And right now it's hard to gauge what the truth is. I mean, Venus retrograde tends to bring about scandals, but I feel like this particular scandals right now are, um, yeah, we need to just be careful and mindful as to how we process the the information because of Neptune's involvement. Exactly. So that's why I'm not, you know, running down the street saying, oh, look, look what they're saying about Trump. You know, yeah. and you know what? There's a part of me that believes, even if it's all true, he, nothing will happen to him. You know, yeah, he's nothing fine. will happen to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you, we only have a, you know, a short time left. I wanted to get to, um, you know, I have to do my celebrities. Um, Kylie Jenner, who I guess a couple of years ago became, well, Forbes magazine said that she was the first self-made billionaire i don't you know something mm-hmm. like that right yeah. yeah but that's being debunked by forbes now saying that um her mom and whatever her whole crew or whatever they padded the information now yeah be real i don't know how true it is but we do see some action in her her chart in her second house of money right yeah yeah uh with saturn there now and uh, Saturn actually at the moment approaching, her midheaven is at 29 degrees Libra, and her mm-hmm. Mars is like at about 28 degrees Libra. So that's all getting squared right now oh, by yeah. Saturn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be getting worse. So I, yeah, I. Well, not only that, she's having her Uranus square. I mean, transiting mm-hmm. Uranus is square, the second ruler. 
that that and also every time i hear she's the world's youngest self-made billionaire i keep thinking self-made really <laughs> really you don't think maybe her connections helped just a bit just a bit mm. just a bit yeah but 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 she's intelligent though she's got and yeah. she's wise so she knows how to she knows how to work her her network she knows how to work with the resources because her son's in in her eighth house but yeah. i think in terms of like I mean, I, I read somewhere, again, I don't know how true this is, but I read that the family were concerned about her finances, that she's been overindulging and spending lots of money, mm-hmm. and she spent £100 million last year, I believe. What is now, that in American money? I don't know what 100 What is that in American That's money? like over 200000 Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot. <laughs> no, million, no, 100 uh, million. 200, more like 200 million U.S., Oh, yes, okay. yes, okay. 100 million pounds. To, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, and I was looking at her chart today and I was like, okay, she's got Jupiter square her moon. So she's got a natural tendency to be self-indulgent, yes. <laughs> you know, and really struggle with like overdoing things in order to meet her emotional needs and sense of security. So spending for her is a big thing. And also she's got Jupiter opposing her son. So she's larger than life, but she may find it hard to manage Jupiter's expansive and broad nature which yeah. can then lead to lots of fluctuations in her happiness, her general well-being, her wealth, even her relationships. Yeah, so I think that those transits that are going on now are definitely, you know, are going to be a little bit challenging, quite challenging for her. But, mm. you know, she'll still be on TV and all of that stuff. So. Mm. Yeah. She'll always gonna, be rich. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to be panhandling anytime soon. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, one other thing, uh, or one other situation I wanted to discuss. I don't know if pe- the listeners out there remember the little girl, Madeline McCann. Yes. Yeah. She was from, is she from England or Australia? I don't England, know. the UK. Okay, can you brief us on that story really quickly before, before we look at her chart? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't remember the year, but this case has been going on for over 13 years. So basically, Madeline was abducted in the, uh, the family home, holiday home in Portugal, whilst the children, so there were three children asleep, and Madeline was one of the children, whilst the parents, I believe, were out socialising somewhere nearby. Um, so she was abducted and nobody has had any clue as to where she went, who took her. And it's just been an ongoing kind of issue and case for years. The, the parents have been scrutinized. The press have really gone in on their lives in terms of like, you know, they've been, um, they, they've, they've been addressed as the people who actually caused the death of Madeline. They killed Madeline, or perhaps they sold her in order to clear the debts. There's been so many conspiracy theories. Like, the parents have really, really suffered. Now, I don't know whether they, they've had an involvement, but it seems to be the case that at the moment, police have reignited the case. I believe from three years ago, it came back into, into uh, scrutiny. Uh, and they have a lead. Um, they have a suspect in Germany. He's... He, He's known to be a paedophile. He's from a young age himself, and he has kind of roamed Portugal and abused young girls. So he's got history. So there seems to be something that's come up again in in her chart, in Madeline's chart, where, you know, the case has resurfaced, and hopefully this is a positive change. But again, worried about that Neptune. Yeah, well, the first thing I see when I look at her her chart is uh, Uranus Square, her midheaven. Yeah. The unexpected is coming to life. Right. That and depending on which house system you use, um, like if you're into Placidus, um, 
transiting Saturn is actually trying her ninth house ruler. So you could make a case for finally some justice coming that way. Wow. Uh, so good to hear. So good to hear. If this is indeed the truth, the parents need to be celebrated because actually yeah. they've they've undergone so much pain and torture. Not only did they lose their child, but also they ha- they've been accused of harming their child. Right. For years. You know what? Those those big planets are also square her ascendant. So this is bringing attention to her eye. Her, uh, identity, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, all square. Wow. So exactly. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's that's going to be good, and they find out who did. It reminds me of a case we had here in the United States of John Benet Ramsey. I don't think they ever found the people who killed her. Did they, Matt? No, no. I think what concerns me is this: with her Mars Neptune. Con- it's so funny how Mars Neptune is the theme today. But Mars Neptune is is conjunct in her yeah. chart, and I feel like with that and her death, will we ever really know whether Neptune's involved with the I life wonder. force? Will we ever really know? We'll see. It'll yeah. be interesting, right? And you know, it's interesting too that transiting Venus is actually in her eighth house. Eighth house is the house of death. So it's kind of like Venus is digging up the stuff to try to give information to talk mm-hmm. about her death. But you guys, I have to cut this short because- Why? We finished with that? Why? Time. Well, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> we, only, we only have our time slot to try to get in all the stuff we want to talk about. But you know, it, it goes really quick because we, we get on here and we talk so much, we don't realize that the time is really flown. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Christelle, how do yes. people get a hold of you? Yeah, so Instagram, uh, my Instagram page is Heartspace Astrology, and you can also check me out on uh, YouTube uh, on Heartspace Astrology. And Matthew? I'm all over the place. Uh, I'm the astrology blogger for BeliefNet, for Astrologeeks. I write the weekly love forecast for Sastrology. Basically, all I'm saying is send me an email. I'll send you a free ebook, and the address is astrologyshow at gmail.com because if there's one thing that can bring the world together, it's free stuff. Free stuff. I like free stuff. There you go. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> okay. And also, if you want to contact me, you can hit me up at my site at psychicwayne1.com. That's psychicwayne, the number one.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at psychicwayne1, and you can go to Facebook, psychicwayne, get your daily, weekly, monthly horoscopes there as well. So I hope everybody's going to have a great weekend. We're going to close out today, Friday. I hope the, the protests are serving us in the way that they should. No more looting and all of that stuff, you know, because the point has been made, you know. Yeah. So hopefully that'll, that'll be okay. All yeah. right, you guys. So can you tell my listeners bye, please? Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. You, look, you all look great. Thanks for dropping by. All right, you guys. You're tuned in to Starstruck, where the stars align.